Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Keyword Podcast, and I'm so excited to be doing yet another bomb.com where we are highlighting just movers and shakers, black creatives doing the damn thing. And I'm sitting here uh, so excited to talk to Mr. Kadeem Stewart. Um, And so, yeah, who are you? Tell the people. Welcome, welcome. Um, My name is Kadeem Stewart. I am a first-generation American originally from New York. I do photography and film primarily, but I have a history in drawing and graphic design. Oh, wow. Nice. I didn't even know about the, the graphic design stuff. Um, that, that's really good. So I see, um, as I was looking into all of your things, that a big part of, of your creative journey is your photography. That's a big part of who you are. Um, how have things shifted for you with, with COVID and everything? Um, it's been interesting. I had to pivot a lot because the most of my weddings in the spring ended up getting pushed either to next year or the fall. And I ended up doing a lot of food and product photography. Mm. So everybody's starting businesses now. So everybody needs pictures. So Wow. So a lot of, so you've actually been able to shoot a lot of new up and coming businesses. Yeah. A bunch of candle businesses, um, people that are selling plates out of their houses, mm-hmm. um, some travel bartenders. Oh, that, I need to look into that for personal, <laughs> for personal reasons. Um, now when you think about food photography, is this something that like you have found yourself liking more than you would have expected? Um, I've done a little bit of food photography in the past just with um, other companies that I've worked with, mm-hmm. but I always kind of look forward to times where I, I don't have to deal with other people. So the food photography has been good. And then I also get to eat a meal. So not I mean, the meal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it's easier to just kind of set inanimate objects somewhere and shoot. Exactly. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, so in thinking about some of the things that you you have been able to do, let's talk a marvelous black boy art show. Um, tell, tell me more about that. What was that like? Um, it was really dope. Um, I haven't showcased any work in about three or four years. So it was kind of it was a little nerve wracking just preparing because I was like, all right, what work am I going to show? It was my first art show outside of Florida. Mm-hmm. It was in downtown Atlanta. And one of the big sponsors for it was um, Black Men Smile. So that's a, a brand that I've been following for a few years. And their sister organization is how I found out about the um, the show at all. Um, I believe it's called a Black Girl Art Show. And mm-hmm. those happen more consistently. And like the Black Boy version of it um, happens, I think, like two or three times a year. Gotcha. Okay. And so now did you, you said you hadn't really showcased anything in like three or four years. How was that pressure being a featured artist? Um, was there pressure at all? You know, there, there was a little bit of pressure because usually at events like that, there's not a lot of photographers. So I knew I was already going to be a minority on that tip. Mm-hmm. And then most of these people are Atlanta natives. So like they kind of already have like a foot in the city some people are coming specifically to see them. Um, I'm not going to lie. The first like hour and a half, I was kind of nervous because I'm just like, I'm just upstairs in the corner. I was like, all right, a couple of people looking at my stuff, but ain't nobody really like asking me no questions or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But 
because of COVID and like social distancing, they split up the show into two sections. So there was like a six to 8 p.m. and then an eight to 10 p.m. So on the second half was more people upstairs and people really enjoyed it. Well, that's good. It wound up working out for you in your favor. Yeah, I made a couple coins, you know. Hey, you, you're you not saying that with enough energy for me. <laughs> <laughs> you made some bread. That is, that is good to hear. So congrats to you on that venture. Thank you. Um, I see that you brought up the, the idea of being a minority there. Um, on top of that, you also mentioned that you're first generation. So how has being like minority, just a black man, first generation, all these different layers impacted your your creations um i mean it, it's it's been interesting because i changed from engineering to photography and film mm -hmm. and just even trying to explain that to my mom like both of my parents are jamaican and my mom is a teacher oh she <laughs> not at all <laughs> like after my first international wedding it was a seven-day cruise wedding and the ceremony was in mexico they paid for my cruise they paid for my full quote for the wedding came back and I was treating my mom to dinner. Like, yo, I'm, I'm out here kind of doing some stuff. At dinner, my mom was just like, so when are you gonna get a real job? I'm like, all right, cool, all right, but like, I, I get it. You're not gonna understand until like, I'm able to buy you a house off of this, but yeah. it's, it's, it's motivation. Cause like, there's people that believe in me and in the times where I kind of don't believe in myself or like, damn, did I really make the right decision? because of my respect for the people that believe in me, I can kind of like lean on them and just like, well, if I wasn't like good enough to actually go the distance, they wouldn't spend so much time and energy like rooting me on. Mm -hmm. That That is true. I know sometimes it can be hard when you feel like your inner circle doesn't get the vision just yet. Um, <laughs> and so like kudos to you for still pushing towards it and keeping on going. Um, what has, so two questions, this is two questions. What was your first picture that you ever took that was like, okay, I'm about to get into this? And then what is your favorite? Um, my first picture that I took and I thought I was doing some unheard stuff. Like my best friend is a musician, but at the time we were in undergrad and I had put like a paper bag over his head made an X and O for his eyes and like a sad face. And then I had a shirt from this, this like website, Karma Loop, that said, um, can I curse? Go for it. Oh, <laughs> and so it said fuck Go love. But like the- It said the what, say L, one more time? It said fuck love. Gotcha. But like the L was like the middle finger and like this was the L. Okay. So, had him like sitting in the hallway of my apartment complex. It was like black and white. And then like the fuck love was in red. I'm just like, yo, this is gonna kill on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tumblr. <laughs> oh, but like I've always been a very like concept driven um, photographer, but my favorite is, um, is from a, my second nude shoot. And I painted the model's body completely black and like splattered white gesso paint on them. So it kind of mm -hmm. looks like a galaxy or whatever. And she has like this gold necklace 
and the shot is really from like here to like here and you can just see her hand the necklace and then the paint um it took me about three hours to paint both of the models completely black and i had a fever that day and i was high key delusional like throughout the shoot i was just like they're already here i gotta get this done mm-hmm. and that the some of the shots from that shoot were actually the first shots I've ever sold. Sold them for like wow. $535. And I was just like, oh, so all right. So people kind of mess with it. I'm like, okay, all right, good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, when when you think about so in your line of work, it's a lot of it's open to a lot of opinion. Um, and sometimes that's even how you, you know, that's how you make your money. I mean, if people like the work enough to purchase it. And so as a creative criticism is something that, you know, at this point we just, it's the cousin around the corner. Um, do you pay attention? Do you care that much about others reactions to your work? Um, it's kind of cliche answer, but like, yes and no, I've tried to pay more attention the older I get, cause I've been shooting eight years now. Mm-hmm. So at first, I'm just like, yeah, I can really care less what people have to think. But and it would only really take other creatives opinions into consideration. But most other creatives aren't buying your art like it's the average person. So mm-hmm. like taking what the average person had to say and be like, all right, let me take that into consideration. And then like whether or not I want to apply it, at least like it's noted. So it's, I was just about to say it might have a slight not influence, but it's it's impacted in a way, but not enough that you might feel like you're conforming yeah. to something that's not you. Okay. I, I definitely can relate to that. Um, so when you think about your inspiration, who, what, 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 what are you going to for inspiration? Um, I mean, inspiration-wise, in regards to other artists, it's kind of like I grew up in the 90s and I'm from New York. So like Basquiat and uh, Keith Haring kind of are the background for my my childhood. But in college, one of my professors put me on to uh, Hank Willis Thomas and Kara Walker. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was kind of like in this lost uh, space in terms of like my creativity. Because like I had been shooting for a few years and like I was good at editing good at composition but like no one would really care about the picture outside of like whoever the picture was of and those artists in particular were just creating like moving and compelling work and they're still alive and still active like it's not like Pablo Picasso and the guy like all the the old masters that you learn in art history and stuff like that so to see like black people black artists creating work now that applies to everything that i've lived through and will live to continue to experience in this country um it spoke to me a lot and my biggest thing is just really kind of recreating narrative of like how black people are depicted period so like whether it's in art and media like i like to because the way people see us is really based off of what they've seen of us. So if I can put more stuff that they haven't already seen, like it will 
broaden their scope of how they look at black people if that makes sense right you you're taking control of the narrative basically yeah um so people that are not us get like okay this is this is what's really up from my lens Mm -hmm. i I respect that um have now is it the the people that you're inspired by are you oftentimes just going back to their old works or are you is it always ever-changing um like they release something else you're like damn this is good like you know is it always back or is it like this that you know that first album from your favorite artist that you always like this is the classic how is that for you honestly it's more of like kind of the feel that they give me when I see their work um so like the last time I was in LA Kara Walker had to happen to have like some stuff displaying at the broad and it was like these silhouettes of it was kind of like escape slaves, like cooking up the masters type thing. Wow. But it was just like, and but like her work is just so like, it, it really pulls you in and you just have to kind of sit there and look. Because even like, I love museums, but when I'm in there, I'm not just in front of the painting for like three hours. I'm like, oh, the stroke. And I'm just like, oh, no, this is fine. All right, keep it moving. Oh, this is fine too. All right, keep it moving. <laughs> like, But like her work will like have me there. And I'm just like, damn. And was there processing it yeah so it's kind of like more the feeling that i have when i see their work as opposed to like the work itself because even like when i when i'm kind of lacking inspiration like i'll go back to my old work and there's certain shots that i'm still extremely proud of that were like four or five years ago and i'm just like damn like this still hits like Mm -hmm. i like this like i need to recreate this feeling in myself with whatever i'm working on next I like how you're not looking at it as just the surface, but almost just that. What was that internal emotion that this mm. experience kind of brought up? Like, yeah, I never really thought about it like that. That is, that's good. Cool, cool, cool. Look at you. <laughs> um, so when you are stuck outside of inspiration, like what, what are you doing to get your creative juices flowing? Is that silence for you? Is it out and about with friends, people watching, like, what what is your go-to? Um, my go-to is music and movies. Um, like, I like to do something that will take me out of my own mind. So, like, being able to go to, like, a movie theater, sit in the dark, and just, like, be in this world for the next two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Going to either an album that I love or a song that I really like at the time, and then just starting a radio from that and just kind of going down like a music spiral. Um, the one other thing that really gets my mind off of things I can't do because I live in Florida, but it's snowboarding because like- Wow, you've been snowboarding before? That's yeah, <laughs> but like, I don't get to do it often, but it's just like, you're just in that moment. You're not thinking about what bills you right. have. It's just like, can I make it down this hill alive? And will I be able to stop without just throwing myself into the snow? Wow, that's on my to-do list. Look, as you can see, the Florida girl in me came all the way out. Like, you been snowboarding before? <laughs> what? That's a thing? No. <laughs> um, but okay, snowboarding. Wow. That that is that's you so you've been more than once, I'm assuming. Uh three times. Oh, okay. Third time is the charm, and now it's something that's on your to-do. It's, it's at your top for the thing to do. Um, what's your favorite album? I hear you saying you, you, you talk on your music. Uh, favorite album? Uh, I put you all on the spot. 
life after death. Really? Wow. Why? Um, honestly, it's a mix between life after death and then love below and speaker box. Cause like both yeah. albums, <laughs> I was able to grow up with, like there were the songs that I really loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. But then, like, other songs I didn't really get because, like, I didn't have the context of life live. Right. Getting older and it's just like, damn, I've heard this album all these times, but I've never heard this song. Damn, this, ooh, <laughs> all right, all right. I can relate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so those two, yeah, those two albums would probably be it. Okay, good, cool, cool, cool. So I don't, we're, com- we're coming to an end. Um, so I have, like, three more questions for you. I don't want to say where you see yourself in the next five years because a lot has changed in the last six months. So (laughs) I want to be realistic. I'm very, I try to keep it very real. So um, what's next for Kadeem in the next year? Maybe, maybe two, if you're feeling, if you're feeling real hot, go for it. But what's next? What do you vision for yourself? Um, in the next year, I want to do two solo shows. Um, I, on my way back from Atlanta, I was just like, yo, it'd be dope if I did an art show for my 30th birthday and like have 30 pieces, like 30 for 30. Um, my birthday's in February. So that's kind of like a little wishful thinking. So that's what they tell me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all good people. Um, So that's kind of like a short-term goal. But I really want to do a solo show kind of playing off of, like, the history of, like, how Black people have been depicted in media. So going from, like, Blackface to the first actual Black person in the film, kind of the history with that, and then creating compositions that, kind of combat that history for like today's modern world yeah that i mean that sounds like a a one hell of a 30th i i hope it goes down like i (laughs) hope it's it's what you want it to be or you you have all the the things in place to execute it because i know a solo show is probably not the easiest thing i mean what all does that even entail um the biggest thing is going to be finding a venue and then shooting enough new content because for that, I would want a lot of um, concepts that I just have in my idea book that I haven't had the time. So mm-hmm. just like finding the time to actually shoot it and print it, frame it, which is all costly, and then finding a venue. And then for something like that, I would try to like go all in and kind of like do a press release in like the local right. like Orlando Weekly and that type of stuff. So we're going to see. Hey, well, I'm I'm sending some some good energy and prayers your way on it. Um, I appreciate that. What's one one piece of advice that you would give to to people that are also trying to create, or even more specifically, like do photography and get into the visual art of it all? Um, honestly, I would just tell them to find their truth. Um. Like with social media, there's so many trends, there's so many things that people do to like get popping or whatever. And some of the most successful photographers and models I know don't have like 15,000 followers or anything like that, but they're actually making a living off of their modeling and they'll have like 
ads for Disney and Majestic that does like football apparel and stuff like that. And same with like photographers. Like there's a bunch of people that have a crazy following that can't get 15 people to show up to an art show for them. Oh. So like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so just I, w- I would tell them to find their truth because like sincerity is the only thing that kind of outlasts all the foolishness. Mm, sincerity, yeah. That that was a word. You let me pass the pen. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, of course, my brand is the key word, and so I'm really big on just highlighting that one that one word. You know, some people do it oftentimes for New Year's as well. So for you, what is your your key word for your creative process and journey thus far, and why? Um, I would say my key word is onus. And it means like obligation. So if you have the ability to, like you should do. Um, So like, I feel like my gift is like a God given talent. So like, who am I not to create? Like, what would I look like being an engineer? But I got like all these ideas in my imagination. I'm just like fixing somebody's computer or a rocket ship or refrigerator. Right. Wow. Did you come to preach to me today? (laughs) (laughs) yeah who who are you not to create like I I know I'm joking but it's just something about I think it takes sometimes it takes people longer than others to be confident about what they're putting out and so it seems like you are there and you're owning that and so I'm really it's admirable honestly so yeah thank you so much for joining me um this was actually good uh, let the people know where they can follow you. I know COVID's happening, but booking, all that kind of stuff, you can give that information now. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at kadeem.stewart. That's K-A-D-E-E-M-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Um, the, the link is in my bio. And my website is shopby3dphotography.com. And I travel, so come with your money. Uh, I oh. get you right. <laughs> oh, and he take plates. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all heard it here first. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And until next time. All right.